perhaps greater than the wrongdoing of selling their brother Joseph into slavery. All ten of Joseph's brothers ignore his frantic pleas and sobs as he is dragged away from his home and his family. Joseph is forgotten. Joseph is forgotten when he is thrown into jail for a wrongful conviction of assault against Potiphar's wife. And he is forgotten when the cupbearer fails to tell Pharaoh about his magnificent talent for interpreting dreams. He is even forgotten when his brothers come to Egypt seeking rations during a famine in Eretz Canaan and fail to recognize him. Maybe that's why Joseph names his firstborn son Menashe, meaning God made me forget. Not only because he has made efforts himself to forget his difficult past, as our Torah explains, but also perhaps because he feels that he has been forgotten. In the Talmud, the rabbis consider how wrongdoing has a domino effect. One lie leads to another. One act of harm or callous word of gossip creates more and more evil in the world. Avera goreret avera. This domino effect doesn't just apply to people nearby in a moment of transgression but can span generations. The rabbis conclude, kol Yisrael aravim ze bazeh. If one Jew sees another Jew at the verge of transgression, they have an obligation to step in and stop the cycle of wrongdoing. The original context of this well-known saying is in order to prevent people from doing bad things. We are responsible for each other. The origin of the word arav refers to a person who undertakes to pay his friend's debt in case the borrower doesn't pay it back. Being aravim, therefore, means that we are each other's guarantors. The meaning of the phrase kol aravim zebazeh is that all Israel are guarantors to each other. Every Jew must undertake to pay for the debts, that is, the transgressions, of their fellow Jew and must take steps to prevent each other doing harm. But the rabbis don't just stop there. The idea that each person's transgressions impact the entire community can also be viewed from the positive. We are also responsible for each other's well-being. And this responsibility, too, has a domino effect. Mitzvah goreret mitzvah. Each person's mitzvot have the ability to bring more goodness into the world. For the rabbis, simply by being part of the Jewish people, one is responsible for the well-being of all Jews, and vice versa. 
כל ישראל ערבים זה בזה. The children of Jacob, otherwise known as Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, are the very same brothers whose children, grandchildren, and beyond become Am Yisrael, the Jewish people. Joseph wanted to forget his brothers, and his brothers wanted to forget about him in return, but they couldn't forget about each other. They're responsible for one another. They are bound up with one another. Eventually, they are brought together again, perhaps by fate or maybe by destiny. As much as we might want to forget who we are when the going gets tough, forget where we come from, we are bound up with one another inextricably. When you're part of a family, you can't forget about each other. I'm not sure if the rabbis intentionally had this story of Jacob or Yisrael's sons in mind when crafting the phrase kol bnei Yisrael aravim zebazeh, but I imagine that it can't simply be a coincidence. Last week, I was getting on a plane from Toronto to New York, as I'm ought to do, and as I was boarding, a Haredi man in front of me dropped his boarding pass. So I picked it up for him, handed it to him, and we got to talking. He asked me what I do in New York. And I told him that I'm training to become a conservative rabbi. He could have responded in so many ways. He could have ignored me, forgotten about me. He could have spoken condescendingly to me. He could have even argued with me about women in the rabbinate. Instead, he simply said with a smile, Am echad, lev echad. One people, one heart. And then he went on to say, the events of October 7th certainly reminded us of this if we forgot. Days after October 7th, I walked into Beth Sedek to find a distressed Israeli colleague in tears. She asked me, why do you think God let this happen? How can you believe in God after this? I listened, and I validated her very deep and very real sadness and anger. I didn't have a good answer. But after a few minutes, she proposed an answer to her own question. Maybe this happened le'ached et ha'am, to unite the Jewish people. Now, the problem of evil is an incredibly difficult theological problem. And I think that's for another Devar Torah. But what I can say for sure is that October 7th awakened in us a desire to unite, to feel united, to feel connected. October 7th reminded us, kol 
Israel, Aravim, Zeh, Bazeh. That we are responsible for each other. That our fate is bound up with, and we are therefore bound to, one another. On Tuesday night, here in the Hendelees Chapel, we welcomed the Honorable Michael Kersner and the Toronto Police at a community event to thank the Toronto Police Service for everything that they're doing for the Jewish community at this time. I was touched when Constable Michelle Gillespie, the Jewish community liaison, shared that though her father had served in the IDF, she always felt like a Jewish Canadian. Canadian, the predominant status, and Jewish, merely a throwaway adjective. October 7th and the subsequent rise in anti-Semitic incidents around the city and the province reminded Michelle that she is bound to the Jewish people, that she is a Canadian Jew. At Beth Sedek, connection is one of our primary values. We know that it is only through connecting with our community that we can live meaningful lives. It's why we spend so much time building relationships, paying shiva calls, making hospital visits, celebrating our most joyous simchas, and mourning our deepest losses together. And it's why Kiddush is my favorite part of the week. At Kiddush, I get to hear about your week. I get to learn about who you are and what you care about. In these simple moments, I get to feel part of and bound up with my people. Because we are all family, because we are bound together, because we have a shared past and a shared future, there are things that we just get about each other that no one else can fully understand or appreciate. The moment that Joseph's brothers realize and admit that they looked on at Joseph's anguish as they sold him into slavery and paid no heed as they pleaded with him, the moment they realized that they are bound together, our story shifts toward one of repair and reconnection and plants the seeds of our redemption from Egypt and our journey to Sinai. Suddenly, we see a character shift in Joseph's brothers. Shimon takes responsibility for his family by staying with Joseph in Egypt while his brothers journey home to retrieve Benjamin. And Judah takes responsibility for Benjamin's care when promising to return him to Jacob. And he later even offers his own life to Joseph in place of Benjamin, should anything happen to him. Over the course of our Parsha, the brothers learn to stand up for each other, to stand with each other, to be each other's guarantors. Being part of a family, being part of a people, means that our fate is bound up with 
and that we are bound to each other, whether we like it or not. Kol Israel Aravim Ze Baze. So invite someone you don't know to sit with you at Kiddush today. Smile at a stranger in the hallway on your way out of shul. Join us again for Kiddush next week. Am Echad, Lev Echad. Now is our chance. Let's lean in. Shabbat Shalom.